0: This episode of An Elegant Weapon is brought to you by The Rejected, a graphic novel from Source Point Press, written by Stan Kanopka, drawn by Corey Christian Anderson, with letters by Micah Myers and stunning cover art by Sean Langley. Billy is hounded, bullied, and abused. He wants nothing more than a loving family, but it doesn't seem to be in the cards for him. That hate, that dejection, it calls out in Billy's voice, and this time, something answered. The Rejected. Check it out now from SourcePoint Press. SourcePointPress.com What are y'all doing in here? We're smoking reefer, and you don't want no part of
1: this shit. An elegant weapon for a more civilized age. This is a journey into sound.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to An Elegant Weapon, episode 296. My name is J J M J.M. Clark, Jay the Jedi, Ross, Ross, Jedi, J. Happy New Year, kids, 2018. Welcome back to the L5J studios for another exciting year. Good times indeed. Hope you all had an okay 2017. It was an interesting year. Lots of ups, lots of downs, lots of pros, lots of cons. Lots of craziness, but we keep on trucking on, don't we, kids? Going to start 2018 out with a couple of shout-outs. Going to shout-out our networks. Points of Interest Podcast Network, poipodcast.com. Our home here in Toronto, the home of Toronto's finest podcasts, Never Sleeps Network, and that's at neversleepsnetwork.com. And Podcast Detroit, of course, out there, Podcast Detroit Dot com. Those are the networks you can find to SAT Kids. Please check them out and all the other wonderful shows that they have enlisted into their repertoires. It was a very exciting year for an elegant weapon. We did a lot of cool cons this year. It was crazy. Uh, we did our first tea calf, which was a very interesting experience. I don't know if it was necessarily completely my cup of tea, uh, but it was cool. Uh, that's not a negative. Uh, that's just a personal opinion of uh, the kind of comic books that I enjoy. Uh, I'm pretty typical about a lot of things and pretty atypical about a lot of other things. So it, it makes for an interesting mix, but uh, TCAF was a, it was a cool first time. Um, It was huge. I can't believe how big it was. That's what surprised me most of all was the attendance was massive. Uh, And I think the coolest thing about it was getting to meet all these independent creators from all over the world. Hardly any of the people actually, you know, tabling at TCAF are from Toronto. If you're from Toronto, it makes it very difficult to get into that show, actually. Um, you know, a few people were there, of course, the Hogtown Horror, Toronto Comics Anthology, Chapter House. Um... But yeah, it's it's a it's a lot of interesting stuff. It's not necessarily comic books in the vein of what you would think. It's definitely comic books, of course, but uh, a lot of a lot of unique things. So you know, I found a few things that were for me. But uh, it's a it's a deep search because the amount of tables are absolutely insane. Um, but definitely go check it out. Check out TCAF if we can this year. Uh, we'll probably pop by again. Uh, and see what's shaking. But that usually happens around the time of Motor City Comic Con. You know, that's our favorite party of the year. Uh, I'm not ashamed to say it. Uh, it's my favorite Comic Con of the season. And that's coming up in May. And actually, they just opened their registration kids, And they are almost over halfway uh, sold out for Artist Alley in like a matter of a couple of days. So if you're planning on doing that, get on top of it. Go to MotorCityComicCon.com. And uh, apply today as well, of course. The Great Philadelphia Comic Con Points of Interest Podcast Network is very proud to be the official moderators of the Points of Interest Pod, or sorry, the Great Philadelphia Comic Con. A lot of peas in there, eh? Good thing I got my pop filter on. I hope my pop filter is taking care of those peas because there's a lot of peas popping out right now. Just had peas for dinner, actually. I love peas. Me and the kid loves peas. The woman doesn't love the peas so much, but that's all right because me and the boy, we eat all them peas. Um. Uh, Great Philadelphia Comic Con. Points of interest, as I'm saying. We're very proud to be the official moderators of the show. And of course, we're going to be heading back this year, uh, at the end of April. Uh, and also, they are filling up very, very fast. They just released their Artist's Alley registration as well. So get on top of that and apply if you're able to go or in the area. Uh, it, it's an amazing experience, the Great Philadelphia Comic Con. Very, very dear n- near to my heart. Uh, What else did we do this year? Uh, All the shows we did were insane. Of course, uh, the usuals, Hamilton Comic Con, Niagara Falls Comic Con, GTA Comic Con, uh, Fan Expo, of course, Toronto Comic Con. This year, yet another fantastic, fantastic event uh, in Mississauga with the Mississauga Comic Expo. We are ridiculously spoiled, kids. Uh, But, of course, An Elegant Weapon is very proud to be a part in any way of all these events. Uh, Whether it's just covering for press or moderating or whatever, uh, it's a good time. So thank you to all the people who continue to put on these shows uh, and work so hard to do so, so we can have a good, geeky time. A lot of amazing comic books came out this year. Some incredibly cool stuff. We got the follow-up to Neon Black. We got Neon Black issue two. My God, it's a beautiful, amazing comic book. Kevin Briones and Phil Lemienko. You must check it out. Uh, Buzz Book of the Year by Todd Sullivan and Malcolm Derricks. So that would be Tommy Gun Banshee. I've spouted about it many times before, so please get your hands on a copy of Tommy Gun Banshee. In fact, those guys were recently on our uh, sister podcast, Comic Pros and Cons, over there by Mr. Derek Becker. So go over there and check uh, out their conversation as well, because that's lots of fun. Uh, this year uh, saw it was the year of the gladiosaurs. I believe it was this year, right? Yeah, it was 2017. Well, Mr. A. Shea Han, creator of Gladiosaurs, he will correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was this year uh, that Gladiosaurs roared onto the scene. I <laughs> get it. See what I did there? Gladiosaurs, dinosaurs fighting gladi- gladiators. And I, I said roared, <laughs> roared. Uh, of course, this year also saw Heroes of Home Room C, our long, long time pre-podcast, long time, very good friend and brother, Mr. Anthony Retkezer, finally saw the release of one of his dream projects, which was Heroes of Home Room C. Get your hands on that. Anthony's going to be doing the con circuit. All over the place. In fact, he'll be returning to the U.S. this year as well. So if he's at a show, please catch him. What else do we get? We got Staunch Ambition 2, I believe, came out this year. Staunch Ambition, another amazingly beautiful sci-fi fantasy book, uh, along with Neon Black. Uh, These books are right up my alley. I just love them so much. Uh, So you got to check out Staunch Ambition 2. I believe the Kickstarter for Issue 3 is ramping up to begin in March. So uh, we'll keep you posted on that. This year also... Uh, Can-Am Connection, something we are very proud to have had a small part in the creation of, and that is a comic book called Morte by local Toronto artist Dave Bishop and Florida writer Kevin Joseph. Uh, They kind of heard of each other through the show, and uh, they hooked up. And they made a comic book. So how freaking cool is that? It's one of the reasons I love doing the show. I know a lot of my audience, a lot of you out there listening, are creators yourselves. And I like to be that doorway, that pathway from one creator to another on that intimate, casual level. You know? Because um, that's where we like to sit. So uh very very cool that these two like-minded individuals, two guys that I considered to be fine upstanding gentlemen, uh it made perfect sense to me that they would come together and I was so happy and proud to see that happen. And Morte is uh everything you hear. Check it out. Uh Morte from Source Point Press. You can go to sourcepointpress.com. Also a big thanks to Source Point Press for uh, so much support of an elegant weapon over the years. Travis and the entire organization cannot thank you guys enough. You treat me like one of the family. Uh, and uh, it's a very special thing to feel like you belong to SourcePoint Press. So, An Elegant Weapon is very, very proud to be affiliated with that organization in any way, and we will definitely continue to be so. In fact, Casey Pierce... Uh, Source Point Press will be a guest at the upcoming Toronto Comic Con coming up uh, in March which is incredible that she got guest space there. I am so unbelievably proud of Casey. She does a comic book called Nora. If you haven't read Nora you need to. It's about a coma fisher. She goes into your coma and either helps pull you out or help you pass on or you know helps you deal with whatever and there's also another side going on uh, government conspiracy experimentation type stuff. Uh, So it's an amazing 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 comic book issue three is out um get them all get them all casey's at cons all over the place especially with source point press so she will be in toronto in march so make sure that you check her out uh good times indeed uh yeah it was an exciting year for comic books man uh we got rebirth from dc which is gangbusters batman metal i mean dc's just killing it when it comes to comic books You know, I mean, of course nobody pays attention to it because not that all of this geek culture is pretty much springing from the existence of comic books. Uh, people forget, and DC's got such a hard reputation they're going through with making these movies and difficulties translating things to screen. But, uh, you know, they, they're they still rocking out the comic books, man. I mean, I am an admitted uh, New 52 apologist. I know a lot of it wasn't great, a lot of it was weird, but I think it was necessary at the time. It gave a real shot in the arm to the industry, and a lot of that stuff that came out was, it was hugely successful, if not alone for... The Capullo Snyder Batman run—it was worth the entire experiment, and uh, I think it was very, very cool. Uh, but now, of course, we're back into Rebirth, which a lot of people are loving. I'm loving it's good times, especially Justice League. Uh, you know, which is uh, one of my main jams. So it's very cool to see. Uh, let's make that a segue, shall we? Movies, Justice League. Uh, my preview is out there on it. I did a whole episode talking about it with the Padawan Ross. Uh, the boy came on and we talked about Justice League. We also did one for Thor 3, Thor Ragnarok, uh, which was part of the 30 and 30 that we did in November. How crazy is that? We did 30 podcasts in 30 days. Absolutely insane. Uh, But it was a very, very good... Uh, experience uh, uh, It was helpful, indeed. It definitely was. So Justice League, I loved. It felt like one of their animated movies put on the screen. I know it wasn't perfect. It wasn't the epicness uh, of what we all hoped and dreamed for, but I think that we miss that mark all the time now. I think that's what's going on with Star Wars. Uh, it was so epic. I mean... You know, unfortunately, I think Ryan Johnson screwed with the fandom and that movie is of all movies or anything that exists so connected to its fandom that you almost have to follow it. You almost can't say fuck you to the fans. Uh, Not that I'm saying that was his intention, of course. I'm sure it wasn't. But uh, I'm not going to go on anymore about The Last Jedi because people are still going on about it weeks and weeks later. I'm sure it will continue for a while. Uh, But also 2017 was a year of some amazing movies. For my 40th birthday, I got to see Lego Batman with the Padawan Ross, which was very, very cool fun. Also, this year we got Logan. Uh, Pretty sure, right? Logan was 2017. Wonder Woman. Uh, Finally a little bit of success for DC, and it was a beautiful movie indeed. Uh, Spider Man Homecoming, uh, you know, that's not really the Spider Man I'm into. I thought it was excellent and definitely uh, hit what it was trying to hit as far as that original Spider Man, that 60s Spider Man mixed with a modern vibe. I'm more of a McFarlane guy, uh, I'm a big eye guy. guy uh, so that's kind of my thing. Uh, really, I really liked Andrew Garfield, I really did, but uh, you know, it was cool, Spider-Man Homecoming was definitely fun, uh, and, and it's worth it just seeing him in the MCU, Infinity War coming up in May, oh my goodness, so excited for that madness, uh, those trailers just make it look insane, so I cannot wait. Uh, other than movies, we also had some excellent television this year. My favorite show of the year, hands down, was Legion. Uh, Legion was so beautifully, artfully executed. Uh, everything about it. Um the beginning I think was much stronger than the end but I still think the whole thing was absolutely brilliant. Loved Legion in fact just today uh I was reading news about Legion 2 uh season 2. So super stoked for that because over the sea over the holidays here I actually binged The Runaways which was very cool and reminded me in certain ways a lot of it. It was almost like Legion and Stranger Things mixed in a way it was a very cool sense of nostalgia for the 90s in fact without overusing that cheesy factor you know i thought it was a very beautiful balance found there i've never read the book i've never read runaways so i wasn't familiar at it with it at all i you know i knew the basic premise their parents are super villains but i've never read it and going into it blind was very cool because you know it's uh you know, I'm going in blind, and everything's a surprise, but it's definitely making me want to read the comics, so I'll probably have to get on top of doing that, uh, all the shows were great this year, uh, you know, we all love our CW shows, they kept rolling along, I think Arrow had a much stronger year than it's had in the past, uh, Flash, definitely not its best year, but a good year, uh, Supergirl went Great. I thought Supergirl was fantastic. And of course, a giant success was Crisis on Earth X, the big crossover, which we all loved. I hardly heard a negative word about that, so I cannot wait for whatever they do next year Uh, will be cool. Maybe there will even be some new shows, which I know aren't mixed in yet, like Black Dynamite and stuff, and uh, Krypton. I think Krypton may have a small connection, but I don't know. But we'll see. They all come together eventually, which is very, very cool. Uh, Walking Dead. I watched the first two episodes and I haven't kept up. It lost me. Uh, It was a time matter. I couldn't keep into it. Um, But uh, strangely, wasn't sad. Uh, And then I know what happened in the finale. I won't spoil it now. But from what happened in the finale, there's no future. So why bother? And I'm struggling with whether to go back. I'm sure I will. But you know, it's strange. I just don't want to get lost it again. You know what I mean? Lost us and we will always suffer that hurt uh what else we get this year uh we just for christmas got a new doctor who very exciting i hope she's not separated from her tardis for too long because i hate that shit so uh you know get back on board and let's see what this uh, let's see what this fine lady can do because I'm really really excited to see what uh, Jody Whitaker does with the doctor um, thank you and bravo to Peter Cabaldi I loved him I thought it was an excellent excellent run uh, what else oh yeah the toys that made us has anybody watched this yet I watched all four episodes and I cannot wait for the next four what a charming charming show. Like the an absolutely brilliant little documentary they've done Barbie, GI Joe, Star Wars, and He Man, and uh, really in depth storytelling with a with a with a beautifully light uh, tone. Like I say, charming, best word to describe it I think. So should all definitely check that out. But uh, that was kind of the the best stuff of the year for me, um, you know. And uh, Agents of Shield too, uh, the life decoy model uh storyline I'm, I'm liking the space thing they're doing right now but the whole life thing with ada brilliant i thought that was incredible that was fantastic fun it was mallory jensen as ada and uh she was incredible i thought she was it was a brilliant brilliant performance so i'm loving all that stuff i hope y'all are too uh we got stuff to look forward to we got morris by shane heron that's coming out this year a lot of buzz about that book. It's probably going to have the greatest pinup gallery in the history of comic books, and I'm not exaggerating. Wait till you fucking hear and see about this thing. Uh, and, of course, Bodhi Troll, coming from our good, good friend, Mr. J.P. Fosgett from Boom!, uh that's coming out very soon like next month like february bodhi finally returns and that book is going to be big beautiful and epic and i know for a fact that i'm all over it uh, as are many of jay's friends of course jay's incredibly good about the uh, easter egg ness so definitely please check out bodhi troll when that comes out so much exciting stuff so what i want to do to start off 2018, is to have a conversation with one of the greatest discoveries that I made in 2017. Uh, I learned of this individual's talents and work through the Black Hole Hunters Club. He did some work on that. Uh, and just hearing his name constantly thrown in my face by Mr. Shane Heron, who's the artist. On Black Hole Hunters Club, uh, George does a lot of inking for him. That is George Todorovsky. Uh, I finally got to know him this year after hanging out at a couple shows and a couple after dinners. And George is a fantastic fucking guy. Uh, not, only is he, not only is he talented as all hell, but seriously... A really, really nice, cool guy who I had some really good conversations with this year. Uh, I really, really like George, and I think y'all will too. After getting to know him a little, he was tabling at the GTA Comic Con we did a little while back. I still got a bunch of content and cool interviews I'm going to bring to you from the GTA Con. Uh, But I wanted to start this year off with George, because George is not only... It's a Sean Daly situation. He is incredibly cool, incredibly nice, and talented as all fuck now he's got a book it's called the book Uh, this book is a collection of short stories where he is you know putting on display all his different styles of art Uh, he's very eclectic he doesn't necessarily have one style that you look at and think that's George Todorovsky Very well known for his inking. But this book puts on display insanity. Like, you you would not think, looking at the stories in these books, that it was in any way by the same artist. There's no way you would ever think that. It wouldn't even cross your mind um but the fact that it is is incredible so he made this book as kind of a demonstration of what he can do uh and the range of what he can do Uh, and you're going to hear us talk a little bit about that uh so there you go that was 20 minutes of me rambling on to start the year i know i usually don't ramble on for too long but it's the beginning of the year i thought we could use a little recap Look forward to what's going to be happening Um, in March. Toronto Comic Con in April. Great Philadelphia Comic Con in May. Motor City Comic Con. That's just the beginning, kids. That's just the beginning. So, uh, thank you again to anyone in the past year who checked the show out, passed the show along, enjoyed the show in any way. Cannot thank you enough. Uh, You know, it's part of the reason I do this is for the fun of sharing and conversing and uh, learning about each other and getting to chill and hang and have a good time party cuz that's how we roll. So uh, again, check out Points of Interest Podcast Network at poi-podcast.com, Never Sleeps Network, com. Podcast Detroit, podcastdetroit.com. And that's about it. So here you go, kids, please enjoy my conversation with the amazing and talented Mr. George Todorovsky. Okay. Beautiful George. Now pronounce your name properly for me. <laughs>
1: George Todorovsky. Todorovsky. That is correct. Is that yes. Russian? Uh, no, it's actually Macedonian. Macedonian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that sounds old school yeah, yeah. and cool, like yeah. Conan-like. <laughs> Macedonia. that's <laughs> yeah, cool. It's Part of the a... former Yugoslavia, but now it's Macedonia. It's on its own. So. That's awesome, yeah, man. Yeah. So we just met recently,
0: finally, and I became aware of your work because Shane Heron wouldn't shut up about it, which is uh, cool. great of Shane. Um, yeah. But I had known your work because years ago I bought Bear Stories. That's awesome. But okay. it took a couple of years to like, you know, <laughs> actually, I don't know why, clue in that it was you and you were yeah. you. Yeah. So how long ago was that? When did you
1: start Bear Stories? Uh, well, actually, that's kind of an odd uh, uh, story because the, the original Bear Stories story was actually just a short one, about eight pages, and it was uh, in an anthology. Back in 1998. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah that old. Good it's it's God. An old. Yeah, it's pretty old. <laughs> uh, but we shelved it. Like, well, not shelved it. We we sold a bunch, and then we w- went on to other stuff, right? Okay. But uh, for some reason, at conventions, people kept coming back and saying, "We want more bear stories. Like, where's the bear stories? Are you guys gonna do another one?" And we're like, "Uh, well, we didn't really think about it, but uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know." And and so down the road, we decided, okay, you know what? There's so many people who want us to do more bear stories. Let's do one. So. Somewhere in the mid-2000s, we came up with uh, Bear Stories Volume 1. Right. First, we came out with our own, uh, uh, first an ash can, and we came out with our own black and white version. But eventually, right. there was a company by the name of, um, I can remember what they're called right now. Um, you know what? I can't remember the name. Uh. <laughs> Some outfit uh, back yeah Anyway, so... Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, so anyway, we got picked up by another company, the same people who did uh, Reboot, the art book. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, I'm sure... Anyway, it doesn't matter. Anyway, so it's, they picked this up. They thought it was great, so they came out with a black and white one first, and then it was it sold, completely sold out. Right. Uh, and people are like, really loving it, so they went full color. We got, so uh, that was pretty cool. So then... So they printed the first one, uh, and then the uh, the second one we co-published because they decided they might break the company down because they had their own projects going on, other other stuff going on. So yeah, so the second one with Elsewhere Media, that's our company, along with them, we published it together. So uh, hey,
0: the, it's kind of weird because bear stories it gets popular like you say, <laughs> people want more of it. Mm-hmm. It's a very simply drawn story. Yeah, yeah it, it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know it's cartoon art. Yeah, well it's, it's, it's kind very of simpler. Hey man, how's it going? That's okay, you. man. Yeah, yeah. That's Good all right. You need you. to say hello. Good to see you too, man. <laughs> right on. I'm blanking on his name, but he's part of the Gotham Central crew. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, where it was? Okay, yeah. It's a very simply drawn, you know, book, and it's weird that it got popular. Meanwhile, you are one of the most. Talentedly detailed artists <laughs> that I've seen yeah. out there. Oh,
1: thank you. So is that
0: kind of weird that your 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 cartoony stuff kind of got all big? Meanwhile, you've got this like six skilled talent in your back pocket as well. Oh, like, thank you.
1: Uh, yeah. Well, basically, from from a young age, uh, I I had the idea that I didn't like the idea of sticking with one style. Right. Uh, actually. There's a story behind that. It was my eighth grade teacher. Uh, She told me, she would look at my, my, you know, uh, at that point I'm struggling with my art. I'm developing a style, right? Right. So she's telling me to reassure me, well, you know, one day you'll come into, you know, you'll develop your own style and you'll have your style, right? But when she told me that, you know, instead of totally reassuring me, it felt limiting. Right on. To me, I was like, one style for the rest of my life? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I like that. And especially with comics, like I'm seeing all these different styles and a lot of these styles suit the story, right? Obviously, right. if you're going to read superhero comics, um, you, you know, the, the styles tend to suit the superhero genre. But then right. if you're reading horror comics, like Bernie Wrightson, you right. love his of work. Of course, yeah. Absolutely love Bernie Wrightson. Uh, you know, growing up on that, uh, some of that stuff, his style was not as much a superhero style. It was perfect for the horror genre or for right, right. Swamp thing, right? Right. So uh, I thought to myself, well, why limit myself, right, when I can do different styles to suit different stories, right? Well, here's so, the thing, uh, though. It takes you the usual... Uh,
0: the norm is an artist t- takes so many years to develop that style because yeah. it takes a long time to like really to de- master yeah. a style. <laughs> and here you are. It's It's got to speak for your natural ability as yeah. well, especially yeah. that you've not only you know not only do you do all these styles but you do them all so fucking well oh, thanks
1: man yeah. that that's that's not norm like oh, thank you thank do you, you feel yeah. like
0: an outsider for doing that uh, or it, like? in some
1: ways I do actually cuz I find uh, like I find comic fans love it right but when it comes to editors or people who are trying to sell your work in a sense or or use you for something like you know for right. a specific project it you're not as branded when you're doing what I'm doing like, right so it's so like if you've got the one style um, it's easier. It's it's better for branding. People recognize it You get known for it. And you get known yeah. for it. Yeah. And people always go, oh, that's that artist. That's that artist, right? Right. Like, immediately, right? You think people would want, like... Someone who's capable. Ability, of, yeah. People who yeah, yeah, yeah. are
0: capable of that's doing a whole bunch of stuff. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, that's
1: what you want. It's In the animation industry, it's more like that. They, right. It, they they uh, like the idea of you being able to emulate... Adapt. Yeah, adapt. Sure, sure. Uh, but, you know, that's a smaller, I guess... Uh, community of artists or whatever right okay, But uh, yeah. whereas uh, you know I find in general uh, I prefer that idea Right. But it, and you think it would be the case but I, I think it's a little more people look for that branding and, and you, you get more known yeah. because they immediately recognize it right so it is a little difficult in that respect so in that respect I'm a bit of an outsider but you know I still I do what I love to do right now I'm sure you work hard
0: and I'm sure yeah. you put a lot of time into your drawing and you yeah. put a lot of time over the years developing your skills but oh, yeah do you feel like maybe it comes easier to you than
1: some because? You well, know, I, I've always I've always known I'm quicker than most. I can't okay, I, can, I can't okay. charge uh, an hourly rate for example because I, like there's artists where I'm literally two or three times as quick as they are. Like right. I can do the same now, thing. Now that goes a long yeah. way. Yeah, People yeah. love that.
0: That's one thing about yeah. Fosgate. Fosgate's quick as quick. hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and, know?
1: And, yeah. and I've even developed from an earlier age. Again, I've even developed uh, like uh, for example in the book the graphic novel of the book. I'll show you a couple. Uh, the first 13 and a half pages of this story, for example, uh, it's, uh, what is it called? Stratum. Right. Story Stratum. The first 13 and a half pages were drawn straight in ink. There's no Right, pen- you were telling me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, so, yeah. so I've even developed that ability too, which speeds up. And for me, it's not even just for speed. I guess speed is maybe a small part, but I think it's more, I like the idea of directly from my mind to the paper, so that's another thing I kind of developed. So you don't
0: do a lot of, like, when you're writing out a story, do you do a lot of rough drafts then, or is it kind of Uh, just one little
1: storyboard out,
0: and then you go right into it?
1: In the early stages, like, I was, uh, well, I was first published, actually, when I was 14, I believe. Good God. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, From, uh, let's see if I can remember the name of this company. I'm going to see if I can remember. No, I won't be able to remember. I I have trouble remembering names. Anyway. The old days um, are fading. Oh, Night Realm. Night Realm Publishing. Wow, I remembered it. Okay, right on. Back, yeah. Uh, Night Realm. Yeah, so a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I did the first two... uh (laughs) <laughs> it's old art so if anyone finds this actually I'm on this uh, it, I found it on on sites and stuff like uh, Near Mint it's still out there right? yeah, no Near Mint does like little reviews or talks about comments, okay. uh, comics at some site and I found it on there and they got it wrong though this says I was 15 years old I was actually 14 uh-huh. I was 15 when I did the second one but anyway <laughs> uh, for example like it's a lot of the earlier work like that for example uh, that's why I came to mind um, I, I did like full-on roughs for the entire book or whatever but but uh uh, for a lot of the work i do though is straight straight to the finished page. that's crazy yeah nobody works like that man
0: that's not so okay talking about the book then volume one of the book as it's simply
1: called and how many stories are in here Uh, sixteen, but they range from only you know from one page to twenty. So some of them are very, some of them are just one page gags. Now
0: you have purposefully done each of these stories in as different a style as you possibly can. Yeah, which is so outside the norm, but also it's got to be good for you know getting the word out there that you are able to do all this different stuff. And like you said, someone was looking through the book and just one particular story. They were interested in publishing because that picked yeah. their eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, how long has the long book been out yet. now?
1: Uh, the book has been out for uh, maybe half a year or so. Okay, yeah, and what so are it's you finding? New. What is the response from something so different like this? Um, actually, it's been mostly positive. It's been right? very positive. Actually, come think of it, um, people are you know always wow that one artist. Like a few people were like, "Oh, I thought this was a collection of different artists." Yeah, like, you know, pretty, and I, it you know. reads like an anthology. If you didn't yeah. know it was all you, yeah, all absolutely, different. yeah. yeah. Um, people, yeah, are very, uh, yeah, very taken to it like uh, it's uh, it's been a it's been a good seller at cons it's uh, very positive even people coming back saying you know wow it's a great book you know Oh, it's yeah. a lot deeper than I expected. Wow, it's really cool. You know, like yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, for sure. So, a lot of uh, a lot of cool stuff like that. Like so, a lot of uh, positive feedback. So, yeah.
0: how's the other side for you? How's the writing That is Is that easy for you as well? Is that something you've always done? Like
1: uh, yeah, I, I think um, comics have always been something I enjoyed doing since I was a teenager. So, uh, writing and drawing has always come hand in hand. But, right, okay. Uh, but as as much as I experiment with my art, I tend to experiment a lot with my writing as well. Like. Like sometimes I'll do stuff, you know, the writing feels almost poetic at times. Okay. Uh, There's actually one page, literally, is just a poem. With so you're just so. free as
0: hell. There's no boundaries, no strings <laughs> <laughs> on you. Nobody
1: puts George in a corner, eh? No. no. no, no. I prefer it that way. Well, I then, think. no, it's awesome. Yeah, it's it's yeah. got to be more
0: fun. Yeah. Oh, right? yeah. yeah, yeah try you got to do a shit you know. And do this and that. Yeah.
1: And I also yeah. do a lot of stream of consciousness type of writing as well. Like, okay. Uh, or, or write metaphorically, even at times. Right. Yeah, right. so it's. Have so, you ever worked yeah. with
0: anybody else? Uh,
1: yeah, I have. Uh, well, The Bear Stories, of course. Of course, right. With uh, right. my friend uh, Chris Isopoulos who's at the con. Right you on. You could do an interview with him later. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, he, uh, yeah, he, it, it's a very funny book, If any, uh, you know, for those who haven't uh, checked it out. Uh, basically, it, the idea was he actually draws the bear. I draw everything else. Right. And I had to come up with a style that suited it because I didn't want anything that was too distracting from the humor. Okay. Right? That's so weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. the reason I came up with that style, which isn't for many people the one I'm most known for, right? Which is specifically designed just for that comic. Right. It was, uh, it was supposed to be a style that was non-invasive to this to the humor, if that makes sense, or adds to it. You know right. What I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of a clean, uh, somewhat cartoony, sort of between cartoony and realistic. Because you want that contrast to the bear. Yeah. The bear, yeah. the, the bear himself, is a very crudely drawn cartoon character by Chris. Yeah. So Chris draws the bear. I draw everything else. And so does he draw yeah. it, and then you draw around it, like literally? Yeah, pretty much. Like, but I do ink the bear. So to make it a little more, I guess, a little more fluid. In the same world, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. 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 Uh, but it pretty much does add to the humor because you are seeing these very crude drawings of this character. Right. But yet it still fits in there. Just you know, the inking gives it just that little extra that where it fits in just enough. But it's different enough that it adds to the humor, and that's the point of it, right?
0: Dude, I can't help but notice how goddamn relaxed you are about this whole fucking scenario. (laughs) Like, like, it feels like this is a book. That you've put out that basically is like, hey, everybody, look what I've been doing for all these fucking years, and look how goddamn good I got, (laughs) so check it out. But you don't seem to, like, push yourself tons. You're not like a, you know, I know you're on the social media. I know, I know, I try. And you do your drawing videos, which are are lots of fun to watch your inking and stuff. But you're not one of those guys
1: who's out there, it doesn't feel like you're out
0: there, like... You got to do this, or That's the end of the world. You just feel like you're having so much fun with it.
1: Well, well, uh, partially yes, but the other thing is, with me, my art, my writing, my what, what are my indie films, whatever you want right. to look at that I do, my music, uh, it's all about the craft itself. It's all about the writing. It's all about the art. It's all about the music. It's all whatever I'm doing. Right. And and unfortunately, I have to say, I haven't uh, developed that sort of, I guess. Social media business side, where I'm pushing myself because I'm so concentrated on just producing right. great work. Right. right, right. And I think the only way you can get that, you know, good, good, is to do that. Right. It's like, true. Yeah. Whereas if you're if you're constantly you know, spending so much time promoting yourself, it, it takes away from your actual craft.
0: It does. It does. And, it's and, uh, unfortunate that it's a, it's a necessary evil it, for it a lot is. of indie guys because they I'm, have to do it themselves. You yeah. know, I feel the same thing about mm-hmm. the show, right? Sure, sure. Yeah. I mean, I do the show once a week, which is great and fun. Then I got to spend <laughs> the rest of the week fucking promoting it. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And yeah making yeah. sure people know yeah. it's out there, you know? So you try. Yeah. You got to make sure you don't get lost in that. Yeah. But you're
1: absolutely right. It takes yeah. up so much
0: time. Are it you does. a
1: full-timer? I'm doing it. No. no well, I am. You got a day job? Yes. Uh, no, right now we don't. Okay, right, right, right. <laughs> So right now I guess I kind of am. Right. right. Uh, um, uh, yeah, like I, I, I am doing it more in terms of social media. I'm trying to push it more. I'm, I'm trying to go more into that, you know, side of things. Right, uh, right. Well, heck, I'm doing this interview, right? Exactly. <laughs> no, that's awesome. But also, yeah.
0: you're like, you're starting to collaborate a bit. I mean yes. Just your Morris pinup yeah, yeah. alone. Oh, thank you. Well, you know, you. is like people are like, what the? Sh-? Did you do a variant? cover too or just a pin no just the the pinups but you know that alone people were like holy shit and even when it helps when you have one respectable friend in the community someone like shane heron who everybody knows and loves love his stuff when somebody like that says you what do you mean you don't know george (laughs) i feel like an idiot right so then as i finally discover you know you and your work you know unknowingly had seen it before but you know, I wouldn't have ever thought, looking at
1: the book or yeah. your your stuff out there, that you're the guy who did bear stories. Yeah. I would
0: have never fucking put it together had you not mentioned it. Yeah, right. Yeah. so yeah. that There's helps. A few people
1: have that have that same reaction in the past right. as well. It's like, what? You do this too? Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Yeah. yeah do, uh, do you know? You, have before? you been in the community socially? A lot over the years, as far as like just knowing other artists and um, doing shows, and, somewhat. But when it goes to shows, I'm more about just me and the fans. Like, right. I don't. I don't spend too much time. I guess uh, I should. That's what I'm saying, right? That's kind right. of part yeah, of it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but again, I'm all about uh, you know focusing on my work, focusing on my fans, right, focusing right. on you know.
0: You you sound like the type of guy that uh, the type of artist that a publisher needs to pick up so they can do all that shit for you. Yeah, exactly. I'd like that. uh, Source Point Press, uh, 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 (laughs) Studio Comics. uh, (laughs) Somebody get on this and pick this boy up because you're in that Mike Ruth category to me. Yeah. Where you know yeah. somebody Thanks. should be paying you to fucking
1: do this, well, man. Like yeah. it's retarded. So yeah. you've always done shows, then? Oh, I've been doing shows for I don't know how I've missed you, man. Over ten years, maybe twelve years. I'm surprised I've missed I, you. Actually, somebody, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, people always. I see met it. artists, and, stuff, right. and there's some artists come and go. Like I met you know in the past, some artists have got, did shows regularly, and they just don't. they vanish. Yeah, they, they vanish. vanish. Uh, yeah. A
0: big one for that is yeah. uh, do you know Steven Berger? You heard of him? Uh, it sounds familiar. Okay, he's yeah. this amazing artist, incredible yeah. artist, and he did a book called Talk, Okay, which was uh, basically people talking and having conversation. It was like a like a sounds really podcast familiar. in a book. Okay, yeah, yeah. It had like a pink cover, and it said Talk, but his art yeah. is fucking phenomenal. Right. It would be two guys awesome. just talking yeah. in a diner, and once in a while you'd see shit above their heads or whatever it happened. But yeah. mainly it's just yeah. people talking to each other, right? And he pushed the shit out of this. He oh, was at cool. every show I went to. Yeah. Pushing this book, book got made, yeah. came out, critical success, yeah. fan success, and then vanished. Wow! Boom! Yeah. Huh. One day I went to the, one of the inaugural meetings, uh, the, like the informal meetings of the Toronto Comics Anthology, and he walks in. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I hadn't seen him in like two years. Wow. He had vanished. Yeah. And I was yeah, like, yeah, holy yeah. shit, where'd you go? He's like France or some shit. Oh wow! He okay. just took off. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, there was so much of it, like. I get when you put that much of your life into something maybe yeah. you need a break.
1: Yeah, sure. But sure, when sure. it's
0: at that it's like right. he walked away at the peak. Yeah. And now I never see him really. It shows and I'm just right. like he's a an, 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 an enigma to me. Yeah. For that sure.
1: reason, yeah. you know, incredibly talented artist and just poof.
0: Gone like the night. Yeah. Of, so,
1: so did he do something for the anthology then? Or? I don't think he did. Oh, I don't so he think just came he, to check it came, out. Well, Is I that, think he was thinking about yeah. it, but
0: I don't think he's in the the, the latest anthology. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah so huh. it's maybe he's still how thinking how that about works, coming back. Eh? You know, it sounds well, like he's thinking about it. I've been going yeah. to Fan Expo for a good. Fifteen years now, Yeah. and to have not, you know, people say to me, Jay, you know everybody, you know yeah. so many people, yeah. but evidently not <laughs> yeah. everybody. But which is cool because there's yeah. always new people to meet sure, and talk sure. to yeah. and shit, yeah. you know. Yeah. So what's going to be w- w- new? What's next after this epic fucking?
1: Uh, well, right now thing? I'm, uh, I tr- I, you know, I'm thinking maybe eventually there'll be a book too but uh, but there's a couple of other projects that I'm thinking about, and but more pressingly right now I was just finishing my inking on. Morris, right? Of course, yeah. yeah, yeah right, which I'm right. Loving doing. I've been wanting to ink uh, other people's work for a while. I oh just, wait, you yeah. are inking the whole book? No, just no, just it, the uh, what Issue zero. Issue zero. I'm inking okay. all of issue zero. That, okay. Okay. I then, knew yeah. you were doing more than yeah. just. Eight I ink. Yeah, yeah, I may ink another future issue. We've right. talked about it, yeah. and uh, he's he's into the idea. So. It's gotta
0: feel pretty cool to be in. What could be called and people are calling the greatest pinup gallery in history.
1: <laughs> oh, like, yeah, yeah, like he went gang yeah, Like, a, over yeah. 50
0: people. Like, he's going to yeah. have to put out a separate yeah. pinup a book, book whole now. Big,
1: Yeah, Which I think is a fantastic and idea. Are they not um, epic? They are. Every one yeah. that came
0: out was epic and epic so and epic. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yours yeah, yeah, yeah. stood out, man, from yeah. like a lot of them. People were like, yeah. holy shit. But yeah. But yeah, I was in his fantastic. house one night and yeah. he was showing me the shit. He's like, fucking look at George's
1: work. He's so fucking good. I fucking love it. That's awesome. So, that's a pretty good match. Where did did you meet Shane? Um, Where did I meet Shane? I guess at conventions. Oh, I knew Ricky first, I believe. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, Ricky, I met Ricky even before he did comics, actually. Uh, oh, right like He was ta- talking to me about uh, uh, doing comics and he wanted my input and all that kind of right stuff on. and advice and all that kind of stuff. And That's cool, Very, man. very uh, grateful for it and stuff. And uh, yeah, so it was great when I started seeing his own books and I just loved what he was doing and, yeah, and yeah. I loved Shane's work right away. When I saw the first issue of Black Hole Hunter's Club, I was just like, <laughs> yeah. "This is fantastic! This is awesome! This, this is awesome! Yeah. This, yeah. Is yeah. Yeah. this is great!" Uh, yeah. So right away, I was a fan of both of their. Did their you works, read Deep so. Sea? Loved it. It wasn't it. It crazy. Yeah, yeah. I actually, <laughs> it. I, I only read it like, not even that long ago. i oh, finally! Yeah? Yeah. I, I kept meaning to get a copy. I finally got one, and I was like, "This is great!" Yeah, this is that's this Ricky's little. twisted
0: Ma- mind. Yeah, man. yeah. Make
1: a great movie, I think. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. And that was, uh, that was also Dave Bishop. Going a little, yeah, a, yeah, little was, off yeah the his rails work too. Yeah, right? It was really cool, actually. Yeah, you're that you're, you're, that. you're gonna Outlook love Morte. Well. Morte. Uh, oh, what's that? what's that? It's it's a new book. It's uh, Dave Bishop and Kevin oh, Joseph out okay. of Florida. He writes yeah. Tart, which is one of the greatest comics ever created. Oh, nice. Okay, well, you got to cool. see Tart. Okay, I'll, sure, uh, I'll oh, check. Oh, it. I got to yeah, introduce yeah. you to Tart. Okay, I'm sure. I'll but yeah, it's a silent comic.
1: Oh, nice! Yeah, and wow. uh,
0: it, it's an amazing story. It's a one yeah. shot. It's a standalone. Yeah. But it, it, it's cool. I'm a little proud of it. I've said this too many times, but I'll tell you the story again. Okay, sure. But Kevin heard Dave on my podcast. Yeah. and was like, "This guy sounds cool. I like like his you know his frame of mind, his outlook." So he checked out his work. Which led to him approaching him to do Morte. Oh, nice. So, my Ah. show kind of helped birth that comic. Very cool. I'm pretty proud of that fact. Absolutely. Not not just a comic, but an incredible comic that, you know. I got to check it out. Yeah, Yeah. so you definitely do. It's amazing. But, uh, man, I hope you do a lot more. Yeah. I hope, you know.
1: I have done. Well, I have done, on on let you know, I, Yeah, I have know. done some pro work though. Just to let you know. Like, oh, uh, really? All right. Yeah, it was published uh, in Heavy Metal magazine. That's right. Right. That's right. right. Yeah. When was that? Yeah. What'd you do for that? That, that was uh, two thousand and nine. It's actually the story's been republished in my book. Okay. Book, yeah. Right on. Yeah. It's uh, the story, The Living City. It's a cyberpunk story. Right on. Uh, it was published in two thousand and nine May issue. Of Heavy Metal Magazine. That's cool, yeah, so man. That's Were you cool, always yeah. a fan of Heavy Metal? Yes. Did so, you approach them or did they come to you? Actually, it was kind of an interesting story. I, I was at the end of one of the cons. I was in the, uh, the, the loading, docking area, or whatever, at uh, yeah. uh, one of the big conventions, uh, you know, where you load stuff into your car or whatever. I was helping a friend of mine at the time uh, move his statues. He's a sculptor. Into into his van or whatever, and there's some guy, kind of a bit of a scruffy looking guy with a with a cap, with a baseball cap I believe it was, and uh, he just started to shoot the shit with us, right? He just started talking to me, so I'm talking to him, so I end up talking to him for like a good twenty minutes before I find out this is Eastman, Eastman and Laird, right? That's crazy. What? Yeah, Didn't Ninja Turtles guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah." Heavy metal, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's like I had no idea. It's like, well, you know, I've been wanting to submit to heavy metal for for years, right? It's like, do you have any advice, like, you know? so he gave me all this advice, and he's saying stuff like, you know, keep the story shorter. The shorter the story is, usually, uh, more of a chance he'll get in. You know, look, make sure it's, uh, you know, make sure it's something that that has that heavy metal feel. You know, right. but I'm very familiar with heavy metal, so I know what to, to do, right? Dude, what a luck out so, moment, yeah, man! Yeah. And so I uh, did a you know, six-page story, sent it in. And we got picked up, dude. Yeah. dude oh, <laughs> maybe, a party maybe mentioning going on over there. that, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, that's hey, amazing. Yeah. Man. I got advice from. Uh, maybe mentioning that I got advice from him and yeah, suggested yeah. that I should send stuff in. It may it may have helped, but in the, but in the end, I it did get in there, and I was so happy. One of the coolest things I think I've ever That is like, pretty yeah. rad, man. Yeah. That's so. super, super cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, George, is the book available at places that people can go and
1: buy it or what? Um, it is available in Brampton. At, I believe that, yeah, in Brampton at Stadium Comics. Right. Awesome, awesome store. That's right. Um, you know what? To be honest, I can't recall where else it, you'd find it. Otherwise, get it's. Get it out
0: there, man. Yeah, we yeah, got to yeah. get it around. I, to I get believe it to it's the in
1: shops. a. Shops? You don't to, have like a website or anything, do you? Um, it is also, it's downloadable, you can download. Oh, there is digital copies, from where, do you remember? It's, uh, Comixology. (laughs) Oh, it is on Comixology. (laughs) Comixology and uh, Google Play. Oh right I have the Bear Story. That's new. The strips. Very so. cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah. People, so you have to check. I out believe it's in a couple. Shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. You. No, it's amazing. Yeah.
0: It's all amazing, and I love it. And you're awesome, which is cool. Yeah. Because sometimes yeah. you meet people, and you're like, oh, their art's wicked, <laughs> and then they're just weirdos or some <laughs> kind of shit, you know? Yeah. But uh, George Todorovsky. No. Did No, say that right. That is correct. Todorovsky. Todorovsky. Yeah. It's a name yeah. you'll all come to be very familiar with. Uh, and I'm shocked that everybody's not, and I'm shocked that I wasn't beforehand. But, George, you're awesome. The book is awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much, much. guys. That's the book and the bear stories from George Todorowski. Check it out, kids.